Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pointless Void podcast, a podcast where two friends and screenwriters get together and turn a dumb idea into a movie idea. I'm your host, Jack. I was going to say something other than that to make my name sound cooler, but I couldn't think of anything in the moment. What's your name, Carter? Tom Cruise. <laughs> cool. Dude. I just saw. I just saw. I just saw Maverick last night. You saw it again. again? Is this the third yeah, time? That was my third time, and it's great every single time. <sighs> I haven't even seen it once yet, Doug. Really? Yes. It's, it's, it's amazing. So annoying that I haven't been able to see it. But like every, so I missed it at my hometown theater, and then yeah. I was gonna go into like the bigger city and watch it, mm-hmm. and I. I haven't been able to make time. Plus it, gas is just super expensive. And so I haven't done it. Right. And then I finally did like make it down there to watch. And we did watch a movie as part of like the day. Um, but it wasn't at the theater we went to. They weren't playing it. What'd you watch? And so we ended up watching the animated movie, bad guys. Have you seen that or heard of that? I've heard of it. It was actually pretty good. Um, like it was, it's a good DreamWorks movie that I would recommend. But I still haven't seen Maverick. You've seen it's it three a good times. One. I've seen it three times, and I've seen Elvis twice. See, I was gonna go see Elvis too, but I've so many people have been telling me it's great. It's great. The editing of it, so like how it runs, is very weird. Like it's not what you would expect. Mm. If that makes sense, it's a very like. Hot, like it's constantly just like it's loud. I, of course, it's about Elvis, and so it's kind of all over the place. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like it's very just jump from one thing to the next, like mm-hmm. super quickly, right? They cover like 30 years, yeah. But uh, the acting, Austin Butler is phenomenal in the movie, that's like the best thing about it. Awesome, and his performance. So uh, a change to the show. I got myself a fidget toy because I've been watching. I've been we we've done video episodes for for the last four or five episodes, and I noticed that when I like watched it back, I kept like playing with my microphone, and it didn't like yeah, make, it didn't make noise, but it was just something that I was always doing. Like I'd move and I was just touching it, and so I bought this thing, <laughs> this little marble in a sock that I can play with down here. So hopefully I don't touch my microphone as often. That's so I, funny. So I, I thought speak. you always were just adjusting your microphone. Like I mean, I, I do like, adjust it, but I like yeah. adjust it more than I actually need to. Yeah. It's just like, it's just kind of a fidget, but um, yeah, now hopefully I'll just play with this down here. I'll be able to write right. this movie. Um, we haven't spoken for a bit. Both of us have been busy. Like the last time we spoke was the last time we recorded an episode together. Yeah. It's um, been a while. Almost a month. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Um, what was the last movie we did together? Was it the K-pop It was the one? Korean. Yeah. yeah, it was the K-pop. That was a good Which one. Which was that a good one. one. That was I our, like that one. That's our most viewed episode up to date. Is it really? Yeah. Well, because I put it on my YouTube channel, and that has a lot more um, subscribers. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And since it's related to K-pop, and that's what my YouTube channel is about, it generated a lot more views. Gotcha. So, um, but I did like that one, but, uh, yeah. you've been, uh, stuck at, uh, Disney world, not stuck. You were there by choice. I, I was there by choice. Yes. <laughs> um, and, oh shoot, we're frozen. Potentially yeah. our video might cut out, but our audio is still going. So I'm just going to keep going. Okay.
Um, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, Disney World. Uh, Disney World. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, are we going to be able to re-upload our episode that <laughs> we had to delete? <laughs> we can, and there's a really, really funny story about that. Are you ready? Yep. So this is for, they're listening to this right now. I know they are. So shout out to, um, shout out to Casey, Marco, and uh, Skylar. So <laughs> while I was at work, and when I first started this job at Disney World, Sorry, guys, there was a weird cut there. Our, something's going wrong with my computer, and for some reason the video is having problems. So we'll just go back. We're doing the audio. Continue your story, Carter. Just like the good old days. Um, and so these friends right there were at my job at Pecos Bill, and they would carpool together. I told them about this podcast, right, The Pointless Void, that I want to be a filmmaker, screenwriter. And they would um, carpool together every single morning to and from work. And they wouldn't tell me this, right? Um, and they would do this so that they listen to every single episode of our podcast. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, hey, that makes me happy. I, I'm glad that they yeah. enjoy Hopefully they enjoy it. I think it's a... They did. They they said they liked it. And so they, they saw the episode where we talked about Disney. <laughs> Wait, they actually and, saw that one? Yeah. And so they were the ones that told me. They're like, hey... I had a friend. And so what happened was they heard about this episode, right? Mm -hmm. They saw it. They were in the car listening to it. And they're like, he's saying everything. (laughs) And they got nervous. And so what they did is they pretended that they made a fake story about one of their friends talking on a podcast (laughs) who got fired for saying these things because they were worried Uh... that if this got out, that that, that I would. And they're very So the person didn't really get fired. The person never got fired. They just told me this, <laughs> hoping that I would be like, "Oh, we should probably take it down." And so we're th- we're sending it back up, though. I but it's coming did. back. It's coming back. I love that so episode. It was fun. They did. They loved it. They loved the episodes that we've done. And so, yeah, it yeah, honestly might were, already like, be they back. Were to buy, they were looking to buy merch. They wanted to show up in Portland's board T-shirts. <laughs> That's funny. I uh, I was gonna make. I haven't had time this summer, but but my mom is like an excellent uh, potter. She makes uh, oh. handmade uh, mugs, bowls, all these things. And I had a podcast um, a year ago, maybe two years ago at this point, called Left for Red. It was like a book club. And she uh-huh. made me custom mugs for this podcast. And oh. I've been wanting her to make some pointless void ones. And obviously I'm not able to make them on mass, but I was wanting to like maybe either send them to some people that are, have watched a lot of episodes or I would probably send it to them. I wouldn't sell it to them like right yeah. off the bat. Um, but they would be perfect candidates to get this mug. So uh, yeah, they were looking for uh, they were looking for merch to buy. They they've enjoyed the show. They were like, wow. They're like, you guys have some pretty good ideas. They actually enjoyed watching it. Okay, and they so, list, they actually watched every single episode. And so, okay. So that's uh, exciting. Maybe merch is coming down the line. Um, when, Carter and I are not busy with school, which is what we're going to be busy with for the next year. So, yeah, um, we'll get the episodes more regularly, though. Yeah, now that we'll be in person. Yeah, which actually is exciting. This is the last episode, maybe the last episode that we're mm-hmm. going to do um, over the phone. We maybe will do one other one potentially, yeah. um, but mm-hmm. the next one we will probably be in the same location, which yeah. is going to be a lot better. 
um, the audio is going to be improved and the ideas mm-hmm. are going to flow quicker because we don't have a delay of the phone and it's going to be amazing. I'm excited. And uh, I was going to say this and then you continued, but um, I, it's possible that the goofy or not goofy, the power line movie is or, or the idea is already up. I'm not sure when I'm going to release this episode. I don't know if I'm going to re-release the Powerline one and then do this one next week. Or um, what way? I don't know why I just brought that up now, but that's just logistics of this show that I can, I'm talking to you, not to them, not to the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> but um, is there any other uh, friendship we need to get by before we start writing this movie? Any other what? any other friendship stuff that we need to discuss? Cause uh, we are friends with each oh, other, yeah. but literally this summer we just have been so busy. The only time we've been mm. able to talk to each other is when we record this and we only do this Honestly. like once a month. So yeah. Um, oh, you quit. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. We do need to talk about this. You quit Disney three weeks early. That's I did. Yeah. Interesting. Why did you do that? Because the job, I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> really? You couldn't stand it. No, it was just, Something else. And, you know, if I'm looking to save money, living in Florida with 800 college students is not the not the place that you can learn to save money that well. Mm. And so, you know, we were making like 1475 is how much you make if you work in my location. And so, like, it wasn't bad, but I just didn't like I didn't like working for Disney parks. I hated working for Disney parks. I thought it was it was decent. I had I had good leaders like the coworkers were great. It's just the job they made us do was just something else. And so ended up leaving. Was that a knock on your door or a knock on my door? Uh, I don't think anyone's here. Hello? I heard a knock. It maybe was on my end. <laughs> I was like, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> hey, have them come in. Who is it? <laughs> it's my sister. She's in the next room. She's like, who are you talking to? Have you never <laughs> been on a phone? What? I know. (laughs) Well, if your sister has any good ideas for the old town road movie, bring her in because yeah, let her, let her pop in. She'd love to. (laughs) Um, okay. What about for you? Anything that you've been up to anything new? Um, I got hired to write a podcast curriculum because apparently, no way. Yeah. Like what? Because, I mean, you've seen my podcast equipment. I have a lot of equipment, and I've been doing podcasts for years. I do know how to do them really well. Um, Obviously, there's things I can learn. There's things everyone can learn. Right. Some, like, art center um, that my mom is involved with, like, got a grant to buy a whole bunch of podcast gear. Um, No way. And so they contact me, and they're like, hey, do you want to come down and, uh, like, help us decide what to buy? Like, what? you actually need. And so I set them up with a whole bunch of equipment and then they asked me to write them a curriculum so that teachers can follow and teach. They're paying me $18. No an hour. way. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Congrats. Yeah, it's great. So I just, on my weekends I've been writing like after work. So just an extra yeah. little income. Um, this podcast, big news. We've made mm-hmm. $6. No way. $6, <laughs> Carter. That means you get like $2. I was going to say, yeah, I get like one or $2. Whoa. You get two whole dollars from like, I don't know how many hours, 
12? Have you been in 12 episodes? Have you been working 12 hours for $2? 12 hours for $2. Not bad. I'll take it. I'll take it. No, just... <laughs> Although you're the real mastermind. I'll only take a dollar. You can have the other five. I feel like you deserve the other five. No, <laughs> I mean, I can't remember what percentage I offered you of the show. I think I offered you, I think I offered you 25%. I think so. Which is not, you don't get $2 for 25%. Right? But yeah. uh, <laughs> whatever. You get some money, dude. You made, you made some money. Yeah. Thank you to all the listeners. We have some listeners in Russia. We have some listeners in England. We have some listeners in Australia, some in Finland. They're all over the world. Most of them are in America. Thank you. We love you, America. Um, Let's go, Brandon. Actually, I want to take that back because uh, let's go, Brandon, is what conservatives say to make fun of Joe Biden. Um, I'm not a conservative. I Anyway, I don't know why. (laughs) I just, I just hear all people when they talk about us, they say, let's go Brandon. And now I didn't want to like make people think I'm like some conservative guy that hates Joe Biden. <laughs> you so. say it and then you're like, well, actually <laughs> I say it as a meme, not as an actual, actually, no, I'm definitely <laughs> liberal Roe v. Wade. I hate that that we could actually talk about that. The fact that uh, women don't have rights anymore. That's an insane thing that happened since the last time we talked to each other, but that's true. That was during that time. Wasn't it? Yeah. Guns have more rights than women these days. That's crazy. It is crazy. Anyway, let's write this. Everyone from the foreign countries being like, what is going on there? What is is going on? Although they probably know. Let's be They probably heard. Yeah, yeah, they know. They know. Yeah. All right. Old Town Road Part 2. If you've seen our episode, or if you haven't seen the episode we did on Old Town Road um, a while back, go watch that one because that gives us the first... That gives us the first little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the last one you were in person, I think. I think it was. And we've been trying for, we've been talking about a part two for a long time. Yeah, we have. Cause that was one of our favorite ones that we kind of had an idea for, but we weren't able yeah. to uh, like flesh out really fully. Exactly. Yeah. Um, cause, cause we basically just got the basic idea of the fact that there's these two storyteller, like tall tale guys that are kind of rivals And then something happens. We didn't even decide what that was that makes them have to go prove their like worth because they've Mm -hmm. been telling these tall tales like that. They're the greatest shooters, all these things. Um, And they got to go out and like actually do something because people think they're the best. That's kind of what we came up with in the first episode. Yeah. And prove it. Yeah. We didn't really get to any, any of the details. Yeah. And if this is going to be anything like the last episode that we did at part two, two, we're going to throw all of that away. And <laughs> which other episode fresh. did we? Which that, episode we did, did we a do horror movie? Part? We did a horror movie at one point. And we did the part. We did do the part two. That's right. Yeah, we started it with Jake. Jake. I don't know why I just said his last name. I might bleep that out. Maybe you won't. But uh, <laughs> we did that with him. And yeah. Uh, we finished it just the two of us here just for some vibes. I'm going to play old town road in the background while we talk. Yep. There we go. It's playing. Can you hear that? I cannot, but I have the, I can, I can, you know, you know how it goes. I know how it goes. (laughs) Oh, little too loud. Okay. Uh, And I got the lyrics. I got the lyrics right here to follow along with. Yes. So, Do do we want to 
restructure anything that we have down already? Um, trying to think. Because I, I everything you said, I kind of like that base idea about the two rival, or at least that Lil Nas Sex is a storyteller. Like that's where he's because <laughs> he's an entertainer in real life. Yeah, and so that's kind of the equivalent of being a celebrity of that time, right? Goes around all these tall tales. Uh huh. Um, I remember that we had mentioned, we had at least talked about how at that time, like being a African American person, someone who had previously been a slave or either was currently a slave, like had escaped. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't think we wanted to like make that a big deal in the movie. Like right. we just kind of wanted him to be a character just that just so happens to be black. Right. We weren't really going to try to focus on the fact that he was black the whole time or that that, that he had a disadvantage in life. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to keep it that way? I feel like so just because I feel like we're going into very more of a comedic, you know. Yeah, we don't need to focus on the actual tragedy of yeah. past. Kind of like, exactly. Kind of like in Magnificent Seven with Denzel Washington being the lead, you know. Cowboy, it's not really, it, you know what I mean? It's never really mentioned, you know, you could kind of tell, but like, it's just kind of, you know, he's just, uh, you know, a black man in the times of where they didn't get as much, you know. Mm-hmm. Just chilling to Billy Ray right now. Is it on the rotten on the prank? Or? Um, no, but yeah, it's. <laughs> Um, this music is actually distracting. Last time I feel like it wasn't that distracting, but I'm being distracted by the music right now. <laughs> so what other fun characters do we want to add? Um, so we, we kind of have, we have the little Nas X character and we had, we'd actually did mention this. We were talking about how, uh, Darius Rucker, who's also a, uh, yeah, a, that's uh, a black man who makes country music and then Blanco Brown. Uh-huh. Who's another country artist who um, is is black? I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's others. Th- I mean, there that's a rare thing in country music, so there probably isn't many others. But we had talked about putting right. them in the movie and playing some of their music as well. Yeah. Um, we could. Which put- I I like the idea of. I think it's cool to put at least Darius Rucker into the into the yeah. film. Darius Rucker is kind of like a legit country artist. Like Blanco Brown, he makes country music, but he kind of does it in like a, a little bit of a hip hop style. Uh huh. But Darius Rucker is just straight up like country, like wagon wheel. Like some of my favorite songs to play on guitar are Darius Rucker. Really? He does also the two step, right? Like, come on, do the two step. No, no, no. That one's Blanco Brown. That one's Blanco that one's Blanco Brown. Brown. Yes. Okay. Do you you know the song Wagon Wheel? How does it? Wait, I, yeah. How does it actually go? Yeah. Yeah, that one's Darius Rucker. Okay. Um, so I do want to throw in, I don't know, I could, obviously this isn't real, but we had talked about like we would cast Lil Nas X in this film. Uh-huh. Would we want to cast them as well? Or would we like, who, who would play? I mean, Darius Rucker could easily be played by Denzel Washington. They have yeah. kind of a similar body type. Um, right. And plus... Uh, Denzel Washington is just a legend. He's like one of the best actors of all time. Exactly. Um, but but Bronco Brown. Bronco Brown. Who he could be played. I by, need to pull a picture of him. I cannot think of how he looks. Shoot, like. what is that dude? He. It's not the guy. 
I'm picturing an actor, but I can't think of his name. That looks like Bronco Brown. Yeah. He looks. He almost looks like you know uh, Questlove. The uh, although he's also a musician. I'm thinking of the singer for um, Jimmy Fallon. I can't remember his band. The... Yeah, I know the guy. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, he does mm-hmm. a little bit look like that. Um, you know, it'd be a good one. Um, he plays. He played uh, Judy in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Doug Judy. I actually thought of that. I thought of yeah. it. He's in the office as well. Yes. Um, and plus, he's so funny. Like he'd be perfect he's for a so comedy funny. movie. I love that guy. He could play Blanco Brown. <laughs> um, he would be perfect. I feel like he would be a great one. Yep. 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 Um, I also want to throw a woman in this in the in in the mix. Um, real quickly, Charles Baker. That's his name. Charles that plays uh, Judy. Doug okay. Judy. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Let's cast Charles Baker as Blanco Brown. If Blanco Brown isn't down. Yeah. Just in but case, you know. Just in case. Her. Just in case. Because <laughs> this is definitely happening. This is definitely oh, yeah, a real 100%. movie. I have. I actually have acquired Lil Nas X phone number. I'll be sending that to you as well. Um. So we can Perfect. contact him about this movie. <laughs> we'll just throw it for the whole world to see. We'll throw it on the podcast. No. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I love my boy uh Little. What's his actual name? Uh what's his I have no name? idea. I don't actually know his real name. We can we can find that out, but I love that band. Dude, I'm actually a legit super fan. Like I love Lil Nas X. Oh yeah. He's amazing. Like, Ever since be... we've had that little Nas X episode, I've been listening to a lot more of his music. Yeah, you became just... a fan from that. I did. I've always liked his stuff, like the things I've heard. You know what I mean? I don't go like searching for his music. Uh-huh. But ever since the uh, the episode, yeah, no, I became a fan. I've really liked his stuff. Yeah, like I, uh, like obviously everyone was listening. Someone did so. I think someone just said my name. Oh, well, I'm gonna ignore it. Um, like obviously everyone was a was like hearing Old Town Road when it first came out. It was like huge on yeah. TikTok and stuff. I mean, that's where I first heard it. But, like, when he released Montero, um, and I think Panini was also a song that I liked, but when he re- released Montero and he, he was, like, having sex with, like, the devil, or he didn't actually have sex with him, he just uh, gave him a lap dance. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of, like, people um, were, like, mostly conservative people, Christian-type people, which I have no problem with them do what they want. But they were, like, saying, like, that Lil Nas X should be banned that they would never let their kids listen to it. And that like made me be like, Oh, that's interesting. And so I listened to that a whole bunch just because of those people. Like I didn't think about even looking up the music. Like there's so much music released all the time that you never know what to listen to. But because I heard people talking about this, I decided to listen to it and I became a fan of him then. Mm-hmm. And then industry baby came out and that was incredible. And he's had so many great songs and albums since then. He's just like blown up and I'm, I'm like a legit yeah. fan. Like making a movie with him would be actually like, I don't know. It would be amazing. It would be so amazing. I agree. It's super cool, but it's kind of interesting. Like how what people talking about little Nas X is very similar. If you've seen Elvis, but like how people referred to when Elvis first came out, like they were like, he, what he's doing is not okay for, children to see and now we look back on it and we're like that's like <laughs> just because he wiggled his hips yeah that's crazy imagine just like actually imagine if at the time that elvis was ar- around like cardi b drops wop 
Like ima- I just know, imagine. Yeah. Imagine like what would have happened. Like nowadays, like still people are like upset with it, but like for the most part, like most people are like, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, most people are like whatever at least, right? <laughs> yeah, like do what you want to do, like power to women, like do what you want. Like I, I love that about WAP to be honest. Like it's just allowing women to do what they want. <laughs> but uh, mm. if that was released at the time, it's just amazing how times change. Yeah, if that was released at the time, man, Elvis would be like, <laughs> no one would focus on him anymore. Speaking of Elvis, um, it's kind of amazing. I I took a history of rock and roll class in high school, so I've known a lot of this stuff. That's a cool class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> so, uh, fun story about history of rock and roll. I took that class, like the band teacher at the high school um, Mm -hmm. taught it as like an extra, just an extra class yeah, for for just like, I think a humanities credit or an art credit. I can't remember, but the only people who took it was me and another girl in my grade um, who was like, I don't know how to explain this. She's a horse girl. That's the best way to explain her. She gotcha. like she's grown up with horses. She's kind of a country girl. Um, Like she's done the rodeo stuff like that. 4-H. And she legitimately, before History of Rock and Roll class, had never heard any music in her entire life that was not country. Really? Yeah. Like, straight up, like, in the class, I'd bring up the Beatles. And she's like, who? Like, I don't know she that. Didn't know who, wait, she didn't even know yes, who the Beatles were? that's what were. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't, she didn't know, like, Michael Jackson. She didn't <laughs> know, like, the biggest artists that have ever existed. She's just like, nah, I, I genuinely have no idea who that is. Really? And and she was taking this class and it was just so funny that like everything was like she was she loved the music like once she started to listen to it she's like man this is so cool. I wish I mm-hmm. could have like listened to this my whole life. But she yeah. like that's all her parents played, that's all her grandparents played. Um and so when she had her own phone to listen to Spotify or YouTube, that's also what she listened to. Was just country, yeah. So she just never like I, I grew up like my my grandpa is a musician and he he plays country music he plays the fiddle and the mandolin, oh, um, cool. but just because he loves music like his children grew up like with being able to buy whatever albums they wanted, yeah um, and so my dad got interested in music um, and he so he was in into rock and roll so he introduced me to that at a young age I I mean I also heard some country my dad. Getting a call from my mother that I'm going to hang up on because I can't can't call her right now. (laughs) Um, so I just had heard a lot of music all my life, and and now my dad like a lot of people like uh, people my parents' age don't like rap music. My dad loves rap Mm -hmm. music. He'll listen. He'll listen to like he listened to the '90s hip hop stars, um, like Snoop Dogg, Eminem, uh, Tupac, all these guys. And now he he likes the new people around today. I mean, not all of yeah. them, of course. Right, right, but but these kids get a chance. Like you know, the one thing I've learned is, like sometimes you think like, oh, that music sucks. You say the same thing, but then when you really look at it, like all genres of music, they're so creative, and they're so good. Those people who get big, the people who do those any kind of music, it's hard work. It's intense. Hmm. Yeah, it is cool nowadays that you can like make your own music on like SoundCloud and you can gain a following. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure Post Malone did that. That's um, how he got. Yeah, it was SoundCloud. Billie Eilish as well. Um like uh Charlie I have Booth a friend 
started out. I have a friend YouTube. who's on a, I have a friend who's a rapper on SoundCloud. His name is Thick Cheeks. <laughs> you, you, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah. Have we? That's we right. have. Yeah. We love a good old Thick Cheeks. Is that what you said? Yeah. Thick Cheeks. Sick. <laughs> we'll have to check him out. Shout, we'll give a shout out to Sheik. Uh, yeah. Thick shout Cheeks. Out to Thick go Cheeks. on to SoundCloud. I've actually never been on to SoundCloud. Neither have I. He releases music on Apple Music and everything too. And that's where I listen to it too. But he started off on SoundCloud. Mm, great. Mm-hmm. Um, this podcast is finally on Apple Music. It, or yeah, I guess it's on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Because it wasn't on oh, Apple Podcasts before. It was only on Spotify and a few others that are a little bit mm-hmm. lesser known. Um, but over this last week, I managed to actually get it on Apple so that's um, awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, that actually is important. If you do like the show, um, go to Apple if you can. Like, if you don't listen on Apple, this isn't a huge deal. But if you could, like, leave us a good review, like five stars. Only give us five stars if you think we deserve it. But I mean, hopefully we deserve it. But give us a five star. Give us like a good comment um, because that actually does help podcasts become more popular and be mm-hmm. like shown to people. So giving us a rating is actually super helpful. So if you do enjoy the show, that's a great thing you can do. Definitely. So where are we on this movie? Um, I, I did. You were talking about the different actors. I think. Yeah. I wanted to add a oh, uh, woman, woman character. Um, and the reason why I had uh, thought of this is a few, uh, it was actually last weekend. No, it wasn't last weekend because something really terrible happened last weekend that I'll talk to you after the podcast, but, uh, (laughs) but I don't want to record it. But the weekend before I went to a play and it was the musical calamity Jane. Have you ever heard of this? No. So it, it, it's this, it's a really fun play about this woman who, um, lives in this town called Deadwood and she, she, she like is the type of woman who doesn't just act like a woman. She like wears pants. She has a gun. She's like one of the best shooters in the town. And her job is to um, go with the stagecoach, which goes to like the big cities and then brings back supplies to this smaller town. And it's her, yeah. jo- it's her job to protect it from um, native Americans who are trying to like steal the, steal the stuff. Okay. So basically it's her job to kill Indians. It's the movie's a little bit racist. <laughs> like it came out a while ago. And so they call them Redskins, And every time they're on screen, they show like drums and a little bit racist, but it's still a great movie despite all that garbage. But mm-hmm. anyway, so the premise of the movie is that she's just this tough woman that she doesn't think she's, she's not really look. It's not really a romantic movie. But I would rec- I don't want to spoil it for you because I think you should watch it. It's like an old time movie, but it's really good. And this yeah. character, Calamity Jane, is just super. She's just super fun. This like woman who acts like a man and shoots like a man, but still kind of is a woman on the inside. Not that there's really that much of a difference between men and women, but, but no, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's it called again? It's called Calamity Jane. So it's an it's an old movie. Um, I don't remember when it came out, but it, it it's a, I just wanted to add a character to this movie that was maybe similar to her. 
just because I think she's really fun. Yeah. That's a good point. Now let's see. Who... Where would, she, where would she come in as? Kind of help him along the way. Or maybe like... <laughs> The rest of them are storytellers. They don't know what's actually going on. But Calamity she's the actual one who knows really what's going on. She's actually like a legit good shooter. Like they just are tall tellists, but she doesn't have to tell tall tells because she's just that good, actually. (coughs) Sorry, excuse me. And that's actually kind of how she is in the movie. In the movie, she, she likes to tell tall tells. And she sometimes will like, yeah, I killed like 30 of them. They say mm-hmm. the word engines, which is kind of, you know. It definitely was probably made in like the 50s. Yeah, at the, she's like, I killed like 30 <laughs> of them Redskins and engines. And, uh, yeah. But she'd actually killed like six, which is still like incredible. Not that she's killing people, but like in that in that perspective where they're yeah. protecting the stagecoach, like she's really the top dog. She's really good at it, yeah. But she still tells mm-hmm. tall tales. Mm-hmm. But this character, I don't think does. I think she's just that good. And that's why she also gets recruited to help with this thing. I don't know what the thing is. I mean, it's similar to like Magnificent Seven or something like where they need they to go on this quest, this quest to. Could we do, I'm trying to just spitball. It could be a quest, maybe like to save a town. You know, that's Magnificent Seven style. Another thing that I was thinking of that it could maybe be is if there was like their I don't know I'm trying to think they need to raise money for something something's going on and it's more of a treasure hunting movie where they go after this lost treasure that's supposedly in the wild west it could be an old you know Native American treasure rumor or whatever it is and it's their job to go and find it while other people as well are trying to find it and it's almost like a treasure hunting race and they recruit her. That was one thing that was popping to my mind. I I definitely like that a lot, actually. Um, what could be the treasure? Like, what were people fantasizing about? Was it like the Fountain of Youth? Was that a thing? Or was that more in South America that people were talking about that? I think that was more South America. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of... Because I know, like, some in Peru that, like, you know, El lost in gold, El Dorado, and stuff like that. But I'm trying to think of, like... I mean, we could make something up, but what would be something that already exists? Yeah. It could be, hmm. What if... So, so I, I don't know what the treasure is. We can figure that out. But so I, I what I imagine is this really wealthy guy comes into town. Yeah. And um, he, he goes to one of these storytelling events where mm-hmm. um did we establish that he's an actual entertainer that does stuff on stage or he's just like compelling that people are listening to him in a bar or something Ooh, like is he telling his tall tales in a bar or is he like an actual established entertainer i don't know what do you think what if he okay what if he's like an established entertainer that everyone knows he's not telling the truth like he's just a good storyteller but this guy comes out of town. Oh, but this and guy he's has super no wealthy. And, and so he it. thinks this is like a legit thing when he's just like making yeah. up stories. Right. And so, um, because Lil Nas X character is a little bit of a grifter, like he just kind of has that in him. He, yeah. he just goes along with the rich guy and like, Oh yeah, totally. We'll definitely go do that for you. Uh huh. 
Um, even though he knows like everyone know, like he does it for kind of the bit. Yeah. I like it. I like it. But did, I don't know if that ruins like the thing we had before of like the fact that everyone like trusts him to go solve this problem, but he's just scared the whole time. I don't know if that retcons it, but I kind of, I kind of like the joke being on the wealthy person. I kind of, I don't know if I like that better. Maybe we switch it up. I agree. I agree. I like the idea of it being, you know, the town trusts him when he's actually like, you know, has no idea what's going on. But I think it would be kind of funny having the joke be on the rich person. Like he comes into town. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then obviously the joke is also on Lil Nas X character because like it yeah. actually ends up being super dangerous. It actually ends up being real. Like he actually does find this crazy treasure. Mm-hmm. So, and so this rich person comes into town and like, does he like hire Lil Nas to to grab the treasure. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like um, he was in this thing. So yeah, he 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 goes to one of these performances, which I don't know how he wouldn't notice that it was a performance. But maybe he just thought like everyone loved this guy, so they're just all here to listen yeah. to him. Have you have you seen the three amigos? <laughs> I've seen it. It's been so long though. With Steve Martin? Yeah. It's kind of not kind of similar, but like, you know, it was more like my, it was like a joke on Magnificent Seven, right? They see a movie with these three dudes. <laughs> that's exa- that's actually exactly kind of what it is. It yeah, is similar I guess to that. that's how it starts, isn't it? Because you know, you they think they these the guys are actual real heroes. Like, we need their help. They need to come in. Because <laughs> they didn't realize the movie is fake. Like, they're just like, They just oh. thought it was real life. That's ki- yeah. That kind of is very similar. But this is like before movies. Yeah, this before. This is this guy just telling this, tell on stage, and he's like, I could use this guy. I could use him. And he could like portray it as it's real, right? Because in the movie, you know, Three Amigos, they portray it as their fakes, right? They know they're actors. But he could even like, that's part of his bit. Everyone knows that it's not real, but that's how he portrays it. As, as, like, you know, yeah, everyone knows that it's not real because like the stories he tell the like other people that are part of the story are like, yeah, that didn't happen that way. But he will never admit that to anyone. Yeah, he so just, like, he you just know what goes I mean? with his own bit. Like, yeah, his bit never him. ends. Yeah. And that's kind of how he gets locked into this situation because mm-hmm. this rich guy is proposing this thing to him and he genuinely, like, he just has to go with the bit. Yeah, like, he is committed to this character that he made for the show and he's like, I am this person. And so then when this guy comes in asking for his help, he's like, uh, yeah, no, I... <laughs> I'll yeah. do it. I feel like that actually does happen in real life. When you convince yourself so much that you're one thing, um, yeah. you, you actually believe it. Uh huh. Okay. So now I think we want to build a little bit of a crew. Agreed. So we have him, the two other, you know, black country singers. Well, Charles Baker and then maybe Denzel Washington, but Darius Rucker and uh, Bronco Brown, right? Yeah, so uh, Blanco Brown definitely needs to be a very comedic character. So uh-huh. uh, let's let's talk about him second because I think I already kind of have a Darius Rucker character in mind. I feel like I feel like he does play like the kind of character that Denzel Washington plays in Magnificent Seven. If you've ever, seen, I know you've seen that movie, but for the listeners, if you've ever seen that movie, Denzel Washington is like this legendary shooter 
he's known to be um, just super skilled in a lot of things. And he's also famous for being very noble and like doing mm-hmm. what's right. And so in the Magnificent Seven movie, again, this is for the listeners, not for you, Carter, but a, <laughs> a town gets taken over where a rich person comes and he takes over this town because what was it? He was trying to get gold under the town or oil or yeah, there it was on a gold mine and okay. he comes into just to destroy take, the just town, take really. over. Yeah. And so this woman who actually has her husband killed by him goes and finds this man to um, help bring, bring it back. So this character that Denzel Washington plays is, I feel like he's the same kind of person that Darius Rucker is going to play. I agree. Mm-hmm. Just a serious dude. And it would go well. Cause I feel like, you know, Lil Nas is, can be a per, like a combination of both being, you know, with the silly side, but also being able to take things seriously, kind of like a main character is, you know, oftentimes main characters, they're not the comedic release, but they're also not like the serious, serious person. Right. They're kind of that middle ground way. And then you have Darius Rucker's character who is um, Denzel Washington be the serious. And then you have Charles Baker just have the pure comedic, (laughs) you know, sense with him. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what would be a funny way I'm normally a pretty good comedy writer, but I'm not very good comedy writer in this format over a podcast. Like if I have time to like sit at a keyboard and like think, I'm like, Oh, this would be really funny. Like I'm better at it, but I'm trying to think of something funny right now. (laughs) I don't know. Like introducing him, like introducing him into this movie or yes. Like with what? Yes. Okay. I imagine him riding a donkey for some reason, instead of a horse. (laughs) Yeah. Strolling into town. What if he's a super fan and wants to be like him? And then I like that actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. super fan of little not. He's like, yo, I just want to be like you. And so he ends up getting recruited. And he's like, you really want to be like me? And he's like, yes. He's like, all right, then you're going to come with me to this quest treasure. And so he ends up getting dragged along wanting to be super fan. It would be funny if he like doesn't realize that he's getting taken on this journey until I went like a quarter of the way through, like something very dangerous happens. And like, there's a battle and he's just like, Oh, this is so cool. Like, this is amazing. And then he realizes he's like, wait, we're on like, actual- wait, this is actually, <laughs> yeah. You know, like we're in actual danger guys. <laughs> and they're like, I yeah, I'm imagining like, a scene- I know, but I thought this was part of the show. Like he could be like, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm totally imagining a scene where he's like, just kind of played it like show. He's like so brave. And I imagine him getting like shot in the shoulder with an arrow. Yeah, and he's like, and then he just like looks at it and like just starts <laughs> screaming and then like running like this is real. Like, <laughs> I just I had that image in my mind of him just getting. I, I think that would be pretty funny. <laughs> and him just shouting at the guys like this is real like like cause they all obviously know this is a real situation but he doesn't he thinks they don't know either. Yeah, I just yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so we have those three, and. Uh, our our woman character. Um, ah, where is she at? I'm trying to think. Do you think Mary, maybe like when they're recruit, getting the team ready, Darius, uh, Denzel Washington's character, right? Do you think he would know this girl? Because if he's, you know, a great in town artist, he probably knows other people like him. And then somehow he wants to 
get her a part of the crew? Is it through him, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Um, maybe they, like, meet her along the way, potentially. I don't know. Uh, I, the, the only reason I say that is I'm just trying to come up with more than, like, because uh, he finds, let's say he meets up with Darius in the bar. Uh-huh. We don't want it to just be like, oh, now he goes and finds somebody, and now she's part of the crew. Yeah, like I want to be a little bit of a different thing. Uh huh. Um, Everyone's kind of recruited a different way. Like you know, the first person joins just out of pure excitement. It's a, you know, he's a super fan. Oh yeah, the yeah. One, he, he's actually, in. He's know. in. Like he actually is eavesdropping when he hears yeah. about it from the rich guy, <laughs> and so he's in yeah. before even Lil Nas X is in. <laughs> And then they go to the bar, pick him up, and then somewhere along the way, they run into Calamity Jane. Or mm-hmm. someone like her, right? Yeah, she's her, just the inspiration. She's the inspiration. Inspir- inspired character. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What who else and who who would be play who would play Calamity Jane? Um or her inspiredness. Yeah, so her original actor was the really famous uh actor Doris Day. You ever heard of Doris her? Day Plater? Yes. Really? Oh. Yeah. So a uh, very pretty blonde woman. Um, mm-hmm. Incredible actor, incredible singer. Uh, so that's who played the original Calamity Jane. Obviously we're not copying. Imagine if we just yeah. threw a character that was exactly like Calamity Jane and we just named her that and just didn't yeah. like tell anybody. <laughs> Cause like, it's such an old movie. It might even be in the public domain. It's it, almost, it's, it could Calamity be that old. It, she was a real person. She yeah, was. I think it would be public domain. I think you could just <laughs> <laughs> let's throw in Calamity Jade, the real life person, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, that'd be funny. Yeah, she's in here. She's chilling. She's vibing. I'm trying to think, like, who would be good character for that? Um. I don't know who's like a great musical performer. <laughs> yeah, it, Reba. <laughs> if we're going for a little older woman, <laughs> you know Reba. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reba McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Are we going country, or are we just going to go musical? Or do we? Uh, like we are doing out? music artists. You know, someone I just thought of. Um, she's she's a Broadway musician. Um, but, okay. she, but she's been in, she's actually acted in a lot of movies. So she might, she might be perfect if we were to actually cast this. Um, she played, if you've ever seen or heard of the Broadway play wicked. Yeah. She plays uh Glenda. This isn't Indian Menzel, is it? No, 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 no. That she's the, or is it the, Oh, she's the green witch. I know exactly who you're talking about. She's blonde, right? Yeah. And she's just that like stereotypical, like, um, uh-huh. country, like super peppy woman. Um, super fantastic voice, incredible talent. And, and she's just also very funny. Oh my goodness. I know her. Kristen Kenworth. Yep. Yep. That would be great. I That's think she's awesome. the one. I've seen her in some movies. Yeah. She's been in a, <laughs> I think she was in this stupid movie that Robin Williams did. Probably one of Robin Williams' worst movies, just because Robin uh-huh. Williams is so iconic. It was this movie, yeah. I think it was called, like, either Camper or... RV. Um, that's what it was. RV. I, that? Yeah, no, I couldn't stand that. That's one of my friends' favorite movies, and I couldn't stand it. <laughs> See, 
it might be a fine movie, like a kind of a little cute family movie. But the fact that Robin Williams has just been in so many fantastic things. And I, oh, yeah. and I respect his like stand up comedy so much as someone who's like, um, who has done stand up and is trying to do more stand up. I just respect Robin so much that I just can't stand that movie. I know it's, it's not something he would do. He's such an amazing, he's such an amazing comedian and actor. If you've seen Goodwill Hunting, like he can play serious and he can play comedic so well. So, um, but yeah, it's an interesting movie. It's a funny, like random family flick. <laughs> yeah, but it's perfect for this, this woman. She, she was in that movie. That's the only reason I brought it up, but yeah. Yeah. I think she plays our calamity Jane. And that's yeah, her real Kristen name. Kenworth. We decided. I think that's, that's a great. Actually... I think that's a great idea. I think Kristen Kenneth would be amazing. She she's so likable. Like I don't know what it is about her, but yeah, she's just a fan. She, she would just make a movie great. She would. She would. Um, and so how do we run into her? What is her deal? I don't know. Maybe she's doing something crazy, like. I don't know. I'm, I'm envisioning her roping cattle, but that's not that interesting. Um, or I, I see her like beating some huge fat guy in a drinking contest. Yeah. I see her kind of like a uh, Raiders of the Lost Dark beginning where you meet Marion. <laughs> yep. That's exactly Just going, going to town. Destroying. Um, Yeah, I, 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 I do kind of like that just because it shows that she's kind of, mm-hmm. what does that show that she's a drunk? Like what, what it just, yeah, your stereotypical thing is like, you know, they, they're power they're powerful. I mean, like, that's what like people think of, you know, when they think of it, like, that's like, not really what you think of like a beautiful woman doing. Yeah. Like drink out drinking like this big guy. I think that's why right. they, that's why they added that to the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. It's just kind of to show like, oh, this girl, she's no ordinary girl. Mm-hmm. She's uh she can out drink the best of them. <laughs> she can out drink me. Actually, I don't know. I I'm I'm almost 22 years old, still have not had a drop of alcohol in my life. Really? Yep. Just, you know, I've never, I mean, I grew up, my parents don't drink. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, I've had lots of opportunities to drink, but I've always just like not really been interested in it. Right. Yeah. Um, a, a close family friend, um, was just killed by a drunk driver this weekend. That was the thing I didn't want to bring up, but, uh, really? Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yep. Yep. She, uh, she had gotten out of her car to look at a trailer and a drunk driver just took her out. Like it was legit. It's like actually super sad and terrible. And that's why I didn't want to bring it up because <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that was last week at her funerals tomorrow, but I'm anyway, sorry. uh, yeah. So that's why, like I never got into drinking just because like so many stuff like that is like, yeah, it's not my thing, but I don't know why I brought that up just because I said she could outdrink me and she could probably mm-hmm. outdrink you. I don't know. Probably could. Yes. <laughs> Same situation as you. I've never, although I'm only 20 in a week, 21. So 
in a week, dude. We're gonna yeah. We are going to. We're probably right before I. Yeah, right before we're gonna I be to drinking college. sprites at like six. Yeah, we're gonna we're be. Gonna, we're going wild, guys. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> that is exciting. What's the, when, when's your birthday? August twenty first. August twenty first, dude. We gotta mm-hmm. we gotta make a birthday episode for you of the Pointless Void. Aw, <laughs> I would birth, love it. A bur- Well, I mean, you're gonna be part of it. You're gonna be part I'd of writing to. the story. Oh yes. <laughs> okay, so do we want another aspect of Little Nas X? Do we want to add him a a love interest, a beautiful a beautiful man? That's a good question. Let's see. Um, where would they come from? Do you think it'd be one of the original four? I think it would probably be someone different than the original four that we have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's got to be a little bit comedic that he keeps dreaming. Yeah. That he keeps dreaming about this this man. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm envisioning like you know how in the movie Inside Out when the mom envisions that like Brazilian guy. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm kind of envisioning him like <laughs> like when bad things are happening, he just like looks up and like sees something like that. Like Oh yeah, he is like ah, he like looks just this like gorgeous, like ripped shirtless guy, just Hugh Jackman. Go back to uh Hugh Jackman is just shirtless <laughs> riding horseback through the woods. <laughs> it's just a clip from Turkey Bull Kiss that he keeps remembering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the part where Hugh Jackman is like in the rain dripping is what he imagines in the little Nas X movie. I like that. <laughs> that would be funny. That's a good one. And it, it's just like so random because like he, the the thing he's envisioning is obviously like on a football field, which totally doesn't <laughs> exist in uh <laughs> like totally doesn't exist in this like Western time period. But yeah, like you just like, like a moment that he like explain, try to explain it to someone. He's like, yeah, no, there's this man. He's like, you know, this gorgeous dude. And then he goes, yeah, but he's standing on this, like, grassy, <laughs> trimmed area with lines on it. I don't really know what's going on, but <laughs> mm-hmm. when we're all like, oh, yeah, it's a football field. Like, it's not. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, but for some reason, he's just envisioning our movie that we haven't made yet. Have yeah. You, have you listened <laughs> to the Turkey Bowl Kids episode? I have not listened to the full thing yet. I've heard a lot about it, actually, from others. From others, yeah. who? From me? Uh, everyone from college. Everyone from back at college. Our friends. They've all... That was like a lot of people's favorites that they listened to. That was a good episode. It was. Mm-hmm. It was one of my faves. That's why we got to make a callback. And also, yeah. more chance to have Hugh Jackman shirtless. You know? As much as you why can. Why not? He's much the best, right? We love Hugh Jackman. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't think we give Lil Nas X an actual love interest. It's just his, like, imaginary, like, perfect man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you're after this gold. Now we still haven't figured out the treasure. We need to lock this down. What are they actually? Yeah, going we'll lock after? the treasure down. It's. I'm gonna. Let's you, see. Are you There's... looking up like well-known American treasures? Yeah, that's <laughs> a good idea. That's a good idea. I'm gonna do that too. Let's open the laptop. American treasures. And By the way, I right now I opened up my la- I have my computer monitor, my desktop monitor, and then I opened up my laptop covering it. So I have two computers. 
I don't know why I brought that to your attention, but like, why do I have two computers sitting right next to each other? That's why I <laughs> I'm reaching over one keyboard to get to my second keyboard. <laughs> to get to your second one. Well-known American treasures. So let's see. We. I have... mean, this doesn't have to play, take place in America. This could take place in South America, but that's true. They I'm could, imagining I say America. They could go to Mexico. Like, if we find something good in Mexico, that's not that long of a distance. You know what I mean? And even if it is South America, let's see. We have lost Josephine mine in the cash from the late 1400s to the late 1800s. Spain was one of the most powerful countries that traveled to America. The Congestion Mine and conquered many areas in all of America. One of the most famous mines, Spain, never mind, was the Josephine Mine. Um, records tell of extremely rich gold and silver mine that could be in the high Uinta Mountains in northern Utah. We're going after this one. <laughs> many known treasure hunters have looked for it and have stumbled upon lost records, maps, and old yeah, see, documents. The great thing about finding a treasure in Utah is then you can finally afford to not live in Utah anymore. Yeah. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's a beautiful place. No, it is beautiful. The desert, like, honestly, arches, breathtaking. Like, I actually do love the, uh, a lot of things about the, Utah. The landscape. The landscape's amazing. <laughs> but Utah's not my favorite place. It's fine. Yeah, no, I, I mean, get that. I a get lot that. of my friends I, from, are from Utah. Mm-hmm. They love Utah. But you being from Detroit, me being from uh, Idaho, Utah's just not our jam. No, yeah, exactly. exactly. Culturally. Staged many robberies. So the Butch Cassie and the Castlegate robbery. I'm uh, looking. I think I'm looking at the exact same website as you. Lost Spanish treasure. Yep, we are looking at the exact yep. same website. <laughs> um. Ooh, Egyptian city hidden hidden in the Grand Canyon. Yo, that's cool. What? Go, scroll down a bit. Egyptian city hidden in the Grand Canyon. No way. Is this an actual thing? Uh, it's probably. Well, I typed mythical, but we're. Uh, no, 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 yeah, but, like, this is an actual, like, myth. not conspiracy theory, but myth, if that makes sense. Is it possible that our government and other organizations like the Smithsonian could be hiding one of the most important discoveries ever made in the Grand Canyon? This article followed the discovery of the people involved. This could be even more important than the Knights Templar treasure. Actually, okay, let's not find out what it is because now we got to figure this. we got to make this up now. This is just inspiration. Lost Egyptian city in the Grand Canyon. First off, that would be sick. That would be so <laughs> sweet. Oh, oops, I accidentally took a FaceTime photo. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I didn't, know, I didn't know it notified you when you took a screenshot. I meant to click the, uh, my, the button is right next to the big screen, like where you expand it. And so I was trying to click the expand one and actually clicked a photo of our, <laughs> does FaceTime notify you that I'm recording? No, but if you click, click the, uh, try clicking the button. Cause then, then I think I'd get a notification if you take like a picture. Oh, well, but like I can, I was recording your video and I was, I'm recording your audio obviously cause we can hear you, but it doesn't notify you, but it does notify when you take a screenshot. Huh? That's weird. Um, so okay, a lost Egyptian city. So why does this rich man hear about this mythic city of, of Ra in the Grand Canyon? Amun-Ra. That sounds so sick. Yo, the, the mythic city of Ra. I, I got interested in uh, Egyptian mythology because um, Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. Because, like, culturally, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people know like about Zeus and know about Greek mythology, but a lot of but people no don't know about, about Egyptian. Egyptian. 
And so because of Moon Knight, um, I still haven't seen the whole show. I've seen like three episodes. But I was just like really fascinated. I'm like, what? where do these guys come from? And so I just found it fascinating to look up who these who these yeah. guys were. And there's a few different stories, but uh, I'm pretty sure Ra, the god of the sun, was born. Mm-hmm. So there was some gods before him, but he was born and he became like the king of the world and he had some children um, Isis and Seth or Seth. I can't remember. I think, I it think Seth. it's Seth. Mm-hmm. And his two sons ended up killing each other. Seth ended up becoming the king for a bit. And then, uh, um, what, sorry, what was the name? Isis ended up having a son, Hector, who ended up fighting Seth for a long time. And then he became the king. And then at one point there was a god named Amun and a and then Ra, the god of the sun, and they like became one. And they really? became Amun Ra. And Oh. Mm-hmm. There's Amun Ra, and then there's another one. It's like another name. You but, see Well, I've always thought this, and so this is I guess a little sneak peek. Maybe we could do this in one of our other episodes. I think it'd be so cool to do you know how everyone's doing like universes, right? Like you have Godzilla and Kong universe. You have the Marvel universe, the DC universe. What I feel like has not been hit, and this doesn't have to be universe, but just movies that you could do a lot of stuff from that no one's written like a good movie for is Egyptian mythology or Greek mythology. Like if you wanted to make a universe where you already had like a bunch of characters and, you know, cool powers and like stories you can go based off of. I feel like that is like a goldmine that no one has hit. Yeah, I mean, there's been, a, like, Percy Jackson attempted it a bit. There were two and movies he, made. Successful, the books were amazing. Super successful. But like, yeah, but the movies they made were not that good. Yeah, and the Egyptian one for sure because let's do that next week. Because yeah, I did I a terrible job of explaining it, especially since I'm, like, doing this all from memory. But yeah, if we, like, right. did a little bit more research and tried to make a cool Egyptian movie, I think that's a good idea. Let's do that next I week. I think it'd be a cool one. Because mm-hmm. no one's done Egyptian. There has been Roman, but, like, no one before Moon Knight has any done anything really Egyptian mythology. Yeah. So who do we want this temple in the Grand Canyon? Is this a temple to Anubis? Is this a temple to Amun-Ra? Is this a temple to... I have no idea. I don't know enough <laughs> of the gods to... <laughs> I mean, I think Anubis is sick. Like, a dog head on a person... That'd be cool. Um, I'm down for that. Do you know what he's the god of? Is he like he's the god? It's it's different than Greek mythology. Like in Greek mythology, they say like, oh yeah, you're the god of this, you're the god of that. He he's I guess they consider him the god of death, but he's okay. also not that. He's his job is when you die, he helps you in the afterlife to like he he's. So what they actually do is when you die and I could be getting this wrong, but there's like a feather that's either created or that you have that you give to give to Anubis. And he measures it on the scale of, um, of something. And, and is it the scale of eternity? Maybe it, that doesn't sound like exactly what it's called, but it's, it, it, it's, basically what it is is if your feather is lighter than something, then you have a good character and you're a good person. You get to go on to the afterlife. This is live. the character. This is what they had in that episode of Moon Knight, right? Where they're on yep. that voyage and they're weighing it and they're like, you know. So you might, you, you've seen Moon Knight, so maybe you do know what it is. But if you, if 
you're judged poorly, there's this crocodile god that eats you. Uh-huh. Oh. And so Anubis <laughs> is there. He does the judgment, basically. Oh, there's okay. a few other people involved um, that I can't think of the well, names of right now, yeah. but Anubis is the famous one. Cool. So I say we send to the temple for him. I mean, he's the... Seems like a pretty cool god. It's a cool little statue, the wolf on the... No, is it the dog head on the human? Yeah, it's a um, jackal. A jackal? Yeah, I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah, so what if... And all things considered... What if he wants to steal of? the scale? Oh, that'd be sweet. There's like... The scale is there. Maybe he's like afraid that when he dies, he's going to be eaten by a crocodile, so he wants to steal the scale before he, he dies. He wants to steal the scale, yeah. That's actually kind of, I actually like that a lot. That's interesting. That's a cool idea. So he hires And the these. scale is heard to be rumored inside this city that's in the Grand Canyon. Yep. Okay. That's a cool, I think that would actually be kind of sick. That's You cool. see, the more we do this episode, the more that we do this little non-sex movie. We're going to do part like three, movie. part four. See, actually, um, <laughs> I, I, after we started this podcast, I found some other podcasts that do similar things, which I would recommend. Uh, Story Break. They also do, they also write movies. And very early in their show, it was maybe episode two or three, they did an episode called Star Wars Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, they, anyway, they made, I actually haven't listened to that episode, but they did a Jar Jar Binks movie. And then then they've had hundreds of episodes. They, they had a successful podcast. And then near the end of their podcast, they quit doing their podcast a few months ago, actually. Um, because oh, really? they're, they have other projects going on, which I guess is the goal, right? <laughs> you want to yeah. be able to create movies and that hopefully will happen to us. But they ended up doing like 15 episodes of the Jar Jar Binks movie. And they like really? actually legitimately like wrote it scene by scene by scene by scene. And so like now they actually have, because everything we do on this podcast, we're not writing, we're not screenwriting. We're, ba- yeah, we're yeah. literally we're just, just brainstorming ideas, get big concepts. But mm. if we were to like actually like do like 15, 18 episodes of the Little Nas X movie, we could actually go scene by scene. So maybe maybe we, we will do that because that's the thing is now that we did the second episode, now I'm like, dang, we have so much stuff now, <laughs> even more. Yeah. Because last episode we had so much that we were like, oh, we're so excited now to build on that. And now I'm even more excited to do part three, part four, point five. Right. So I think as time goes on, we're going to do other movies in between, but this little Nas X movie, I think it's happening. I, I agree. I'm really I think so into too. I'm This really is one of my favorite the, episodes that we've been doing is this little Nas X one. Yeah. I really, I really like the, the um, country, not country, the uh, Western theme. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I'd love to shoot a Western. It just seems That'd so, be fun so much me. fun. There's so much potential for comedy, but also like seriousness and also, Oh yeah. Just really cool shots. So yeah. Did we shoot it? Did we do a Mad Max movie? I think, mm, I don't think I did I it with think, you. I did it with I someone say, else. I remember hearing about it. I don't think Christian I moms in a death fight ring. That was our Mad Max movie. No, no, I was there for that one. You were there for Christian. Oh, you were, that was your first episode. That was a Mad Max. I think that was my first episode. That that was your first. That was when we first met you. That was when I first met you. We met like one day before, but the other co-host at that time, Garrett, that is the first time that we met, which is rolling up into the 
Yeah. The studio room. <laughs> hey, it worked out. Now we're screenwriters and we were screenwriters first and now we're friends. Exactly. Because we always say Remember friends me. and screenwriters, but the truth is we were actually screenwriters first. Yep. And then I was like, you do screenwriting. And then you're like, you want to be in a podcast? I'm like, sure. Literally like. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. It worked out super well. And next well. thing you know, we're. Next thing you know, we're still... sitting there with Lil Nas X and uh, all these people creating this movie. Yeah. Um, it's been a fun time. Yeah. So we've been going for a, over an hour. So we okay. got, we, we built, we have some, yeah. we have a treasure now. We have all the characters in a, a month from now. We'll do part three. I love it. I'm excited. And I next this week, is a good stopping point. Mm-hmm. next week we're going to do a Egyptian uh, mythology movie. Yeah. I'll have to do some research before then, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm going to do a lot of research as well. I'm going to finish Moon Knight finally. You've never finished it? No, I never finished it because it's amazing. <laughs> it's so, there's so many shows did I, and stuff. Did I spoil it for you when I said it's uh <laughs> I don't care. I'm like, okay, not, I'm so sorry. I totally I'm not really in, <laughs> I don't care about spoilers. Okay. <laughs> um, like literally I'm the type of guy that like, I want it. Like if, if I'm invested in like a relationship in a show, I'll like type, like, do they end up together? Like just to, <laughs> just to like find out, like, is this worth watching? Cause are, are they going to like hit to this the whole time and then not get together? Yeah. Because I'm not into that. You see, what I do is I look up like the Rotten Tomatoes and the IMDb while I'm watching the movie. Like I always I do look that, up that too, kind dude. of stuff as I'm look at the full cast, see who's in it. <laughs> yeah, some movies, some movies I don't like spoilers. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but but there's movies. There's a lot of stuff that I don't care, and Moon Knight's right. one of them. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, had a great time talking with you again. It's not gonna be. We have like a week. Till we see each other in person again. Yeah, it's so close. I'm excited. Everyone's Same getting, here. Everyone on the group chat's getting hyped up. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, been too long. It's been too long. It's been three whole months. This has been one of the longest summers I feel like that I've ever experienced. Yeah. Before we sign off, I actually do want to ask you legitimately, like, why did mm-hmm. you hate your job? Was it just that you hate it? You didn't like working at a restaurant long hours, or what? That's most of it. I hate, so I've been working in restaurants since I was 14 and I did not want to work in a restaurant again. And they threw us, they threw me into a restaurant and I was so mad. But like the work we do, we have to do all this stuff, but they get super intense about customer service, which is great. That's something that Disney does really like, you know, when you go, it's all about customer service. That's like 75% of what you do. But like, there was points that I was being trained and I'm like, awesome. Have a great day. And they're like, is that really all you could have said? You could have done this and this and this, you could have said this. And I was just like, I feel like this is extra. Like, and someone came to me and like, whatever you feel like you're done talking to them, just say a little more, just say, think of something else to say. And so it was just like, intense. And then I already, I already hate working in a restaurant. Right. And I got thrown in there and 12 hours a day, doing you know and my leaders like they were great but there was times that like i just got a lot of complaints for like not having a clean dining room but like at the same time like it was like my second day there (laughs) and they're like well you got to get with the program and i'm like i've only been here for a day like i had no idea like the moment you step in they almost like expect perfection there's a lot of things but Mm. 
did you have to like say Disney specific stuff? Did you have to like say like pixie dust, like crap like that? You know what I mean? You didn't have to, you could, I never did. (laughs) (laughs) See, I would be the same. Like, I think I'm a pretty fun person, but yeah. And that's the thing. Like I'm nice. Like, you know, I love talking to people and all that stuff, but it was on a whole nother level that I've never experienced before. And it was a great, it was a great, you know, learning lesson of what I want to do with my life and customer service. Like <laughs> being in customer service and restaurant is not it. I do not want to do that yeah. for the rest of my life. And so, you know, I've, I've learned still, a lot. I've still never had to work in a restaurant and hopefully yeah. I never will. Yeah. I hate working in restaurants. Let's pray to Anubis that I do not have yeah, to do that. Anubis. I am not working in a restaurant. Yeah. Watch one day I freaking own a restaurant. It's just the worst. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Pointless Void Productions is going places. That's going to be our job, Carter. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We're going to write movies. We're going to be like John Carpenter. Yo, I, I was just praising John Carpenter today. Do you know who John Carpenter is? Yeah, the name sounds so familiar. For some so so he's directed quite a few films. He directed The Thing. He directed, and the thing he's most known for, I think, is Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I th- he, he directed Halloween, but not only did he direct Halloween. I just found this out to, like a few days ago. He also wrote the score for Halloween. He wrote the score and directed it? Yes. That would be I've like... Never heard of anyone doing that that would be like if spielberg wrote the score for jaws that's literally exactly what it would be like because halloween score is iconic it's so iconic like every horror movie nowadays like copies john carpenter's score yeah and so maybe one day we'll be just like john carpenter carter but until that day we just make stuff up into a microphone yeah (laughs) so i was looking at it he wrote it directed it and then did the score for it. Yeah. John Carpenter is an actual legend. That's insane. I'm impressed. I don't know how I to write my music, so I can't be that, but... Exactly, yeah. No, I have no idea how I would... Do you know anyone who makes score, or, like, makes music? Well, you... No, you see, I know a lot of people going into music, but I'm so surprised no one's going into filmmaking scores, because that would be such a fun job. I would oh, love... Oh, way more fun than working in an orchestra. Yeah. yeah, you know. See, we need to meet someone, though, Carter, because we go the, – the college that we go to is a sister school to Juilliard. Did you know that? No. They're connected to Juilliard. We have some of the best musicians in the world going to our school. Did you know that? I knew that we had some of the best musicians. I didn't know it was connected to Juilliard. It's connected That's to Juilliard. It's directly like a sister school to Juilliard. So we need well, to just meet some – we just need to meet some people. I just thought it was so great. Yeah, I just thought it was so random that we had such a good music program. Like, I'm like, this is kind of just, you know, random for a small town college, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah, we need to meet meet our composer because. We do. It may not seem like we're good writers, but I think we're pretty good writers. So, and I'm not talking about this podcast. Outside of this podcast, I think we're better writers, but. Yeah. um, (laughs) I mean. Our writing can't go anywhere. We don't have some good music to go with it. Exactly. Like I think what keeps a one of the things that keeps a movie iconic through years is the music. Yeah. I feel like that's like uh Lord of the Rings is one of the most iconic trilogies and movies oh, yeah. of all time. And mm-hmm. that's because the visuals, the writing, everything about it is amazing. But the thing that's so great about Lord of the Rings is if you listen to the soundtrack, 
like you just hear a song out of nowhere. You're like, oh, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, like where it is in the movie. You, yeah. It's not just that you know it's Lord of the Rings, but you know like where it's being placed. You know what type of landscape it is. You know uh-huh. what like the danger level is. Like you know everything. It's oh, yeah. one of the greatest pieces. I'm not just, not and even just movie scores. Us, it's one yeah, of the greatest pieces of music ever written. It's one of the greatest yeah. pieces of music ever written. Agreed. How to Train Your Dragon, some of the best score of all time. So that's the funny thing. Even like some movie, like movies, I heard the score first. So I've never seen How to Train Your Dragon. I've seen and it, but it's been a while. I heard the song Test Track, which is Test Drive, which is, you know, the famous score from it. One of his famous, you know, pieces. And I was like, this is amazing. Like the music is amazing. And I want to see what movie this is. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, the movie is just as good. Like you hear the song and it connects you to that movie yeah, and it makes you want to watch it's it. It's honestly, there's so many scores. We could, uh, we could just talk about film forever and we can, we should, let's just keep it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Camera rolling. <laughs> but we have been going for over an hour. This is a good episode. I'm happy good, about yes. it. Um, remember to uh, leave us a rating on iTunes. If you um, feel so inclined, uh, mm-hmm. go on to, Spotify, find the leave us a voice message that we can hear. Um, there's also a Q&A on Spotify where you can give us ideas for future movies. We would love that. We'd love that, and we'd love to... Um, I mean, honestly, since we're just such a small podcast at this point, like we could even, if you want to, call into our show, help us write a movie. Yeah. Like email us, um, not don't email us like, cause I'm not going to give you our email right now, but if you send us like a voice message, we can get in contact with you mm-hmm. and we can make a movie together. I think that would be fun. So do all those things, help our podcast grow because I'm excited about it. And I think we've got some, this is the 20th episode. Yeah. Which actually is so. a big deal. 20 uh-huh. episodes, dude. We're, we're going. That's places. pretty sweet. <laughs> so, um, That's all for this episode. Let's jump back into the void.